Let me get your initial reaction, Pedro, to the Marlins story because this is here's what's interesting. The the baseball fan for Chicago, you know, Cubs and Sox are interested in the in the season, but they're really afraid of this Marlins story where they can't 100% buy in. So, what about this Marlins story? What was your reaction to it? Well, it's it I think it shows that if you're not careful and if you think you're invincible, anything can happen. Um, and it can spread so quickly, even if it's one or two players initially. Um, and we don't have all the details yet, but it absolutely can spread so quickly. We see it with church gatherings where all of a sudden, you know, a pastor says 40 people from yesterday's church gathering have all tested positive. Um, mm-hmm. It's not a surprise. You have to be so diligent in following the protocols and I think this opened up a lot of eyes around the game that, okay, this is not a joke. Pedro, I was um, dismayed on Sunday into Monday where I felt that Don Mattingly was the commissioner of baseball for about a day where I just needed for needed leadership from Rob Manfred to be able to speak on this immediately through a Zoom call or anything else. I know he had to sit down with Verducci on um, Major League Baseball Network, but I just I, I'm wondering – how you look at Manfred as as far as a leadership with this, because it does change day to day, but coronavirus is still around Major League Baseball. What do you think the, of the job Manfred's done so far? Well, there's certainly plenty of people that have questioned his leadership ability here on this. And, uh, I, you know, they, they, they speak about how even what you said, maybe something needed to be said earlier, not just wait until – I think it was 7 o'clock Eastern or so, to be on an MLB uh, network interview. Um, it, it just, you, you need a point person. And even if you're saying, look, we're aware, we're, we're, in, we're checking this out, we're doing everything we can for player safety. I, you know, in speaking to some people, they were amazed and bewildered at the fact that he, at one point, and I may be paraphrasing here, but he said, our testing is more than adequate. Hmm. Adequate is not necessarily a word that, that provides you with a lot of confidence. So I thought that was a very interesting choice of words. And, um, you know, I think all we can do is hope that maybe it's an isolated incident. But even if it is an isolated incident, it throws a lot of this, what they're doing, off kilter. And I would say this, Jonathan, if there's one more club wherever that that has an outbreak like this i think the whole thing may come to its knees pedro gomez major league baseball reporter for espn joins me jonathan hood on espn 1000 and the espn chicago app so just um without saying names general managers or coaches what are they saying overall about playing with COVID 19 i know it's different for everyone but is there any issues or question marks that maybe some in front offices are having about this well, I could tell you that players, even before, like two months ago in speaking to them, they were, they, one of their main concerns was, we're the ones assuming all of the risk. The owners, the front offices aren't assuming the same risks that we are by being exposed to potentially everybody in the league, and then what? Um, you know, it's nice and cushy to be an owner or a front office person up in an office, but we're the ones out on the front line, so to speak. So... Um, there's still obvious concern because you know you get the older players who are who are married with kids 
uh, their wives can be pregnant, things like that, they feel like they don't have a lot of wiggle room here. Um, you know, younger players who are single, you know, you're 23, 24 years old, you always feel like you're invincible, like nothing is ever going to happen to me. And maybe you do contract it and nothing happens, but that doesn't mean you don't spread it to others. One of the big concerns players have is the potential to adversely affect a coaching staff member, a manager. You know, we have several managers that are in their 60s. We have one in his 70s in Dusty Baker. Um, it would be hor- horrific if something were to happen to one of these people. There's no question. Uh, and I'm glad that they're wearing masks and trying to be as safe as possible. But this is this is all tempting fate for me, Pedro. All of this, as much as, as you and I both love the game, is just... You're just hoping that there is not another outbreak, but it just seems inevitable inevitable because of the amount of numbers and amount of deaths that we've seen with COVID-19. Well, and that's that's the part that I think has a lot of players on edge, that uh, it may not necessarily be them um, who's, who's going to face death, but let's face it, if one, even one player comes close, uh, that's, that's, that, that's going to stop everything right there. Um, but, but it's just, you know, you have umpires who are in their sixties. You, you, you have so many people who are on the field that are at a higher risk level, even players who have pre-existing conditions. Um, they, they, you know, Matthew Boyd with the Tigers, uh, Carlos Carrasco with the Indians, um, you know, they have pre-existing conditions yet they're out there. And these are issues that all of them are thinking about in the back of their mind and I don't know how much you can let yourself go when that's on your mind. Uh, so, you know, uh, White Sox fans believe the season's over because the four losses, no. like, they feel like 40. So, so, so you, and in a 60-game season, it does feel different, doesn't it? When, you are, when a number of teams, as we see here, coming in here through the first five games are one and four, that's, that's not great for a 60-game season if you get there, right? No. I mean, you, you see the numbers that uh, one game is almost the equivalent of three. So, yeah. you know, when you're looking at that, it's like it's as though you're staring at three and 12. And that's obviously not that you would not be happy if your club was three and 12 out of the gate. Um, yeah, it's tough. But, you know, the reality is that you are one and four and it, you do have you don't have time to have an extended losing streak or an extended downward spiral because there will be no way to climb out of it. And uh, I, listen, I, before before this abbreviated season began, I had the White Sox down as one of my surprise clubs. So I'm surprised that they've gotten out of the gate this poorly. On the flip side, the, the Cubs are playing. It's the it's the baseball that I think Cubs fans have been looking for for two years. Is, is it possible? <laughs> is it possible, Pedro, for a ball club to have a two year slump offensively? I think the Cubs have had that. Well, here's here's one of the issues I think, Jonathan, that. Uh, is benefiting the Cubs. I think a more veteran club as opposed to a younger club is going to treat this and recognize a 60-game season, the vital importance of everything going on. That's not to say it's 100% across the board because, look, the Padres are off to a very nice start. It's not like they have a lot of veterans on that club either. Um, but, But I think that we're seeing a veteran Cub club recognizing, okay, we've got to do something, you know, but you've got Lester, Bryant, Rizzo, you've got a lot of names on that roster who have been together for a while 
And I, I think that, uh, that that may have something to do with it, whereas on the south side, you've got a lot of younger players, some who have still not even completed a full major league season, and maybe they didn't fully recognize the, the, the vital importance of getting out of the gate strongly, and that, that may be the tale of the two clubs there in Chicago. So Joe Kelly suspended eight games for throwing at uh, and taunting the Astros. Pedro, we knew that there was going to be issues, especially with the Dodgers, uh, with the Astros, because of the cheating scandal. And now Joe Kelly from that uh, that brouhaha, well, it wasn't really a fight, but just an argument yesterday. Joe Kelly now suspended eight games. What's your reaction to that? That's a wow, because that's the equivalent of a 23 or 24 game suspension under normal circumstances. And I don't know that we've ever seen anybody suspended that long for throwing at someone uh usually it's a five or six game suspension so to hear eight under these circumstances i i think that uh i think look my reaction is that the offices in new york are sending a message to anyone playing the astros this year this will be the penalty if you decide to go down this road against the astros Lastly, Pedro, I appreciate your time. I just want to get your thoughts on, you know, as we are looking at this, it's so much fun for baseball fans like me and others to be able to see so many games out there. Even though it's no fans, it's still baseball. Do you th- believe in your gut that we'll have 60 games this year? A week ago, I absolutely did. I, uh, three weeks ago, I did not. And then a week ago when things were starting up, it was like, okay, you know what? Players seem to be following all the protocols. This seems to be working. Today, as we sit here a week into the season or so, um, I have my doubts. I think it's probably more along the lines of a 30 to 40% chance that they cross the finish line. It'd be great if they do. I would love to, to be wrong on that, but it just feels like if even one more club has any type of outbreak that I think the whole thing will come crumbling to its knees. Pedro, as always, I appreciate your time in Chicago. Thanks so much for coming on. Cody, always great to talk to you, man.